Hello friends, it's Sean here and I am delighted that you have joined me today. Gee, I hope you're doing well in the middle of this week, this Wednesday, hump day. What's today? Today must be the 24th, the 24th of August. Good on you. We are making our way through the year almost at springtime if you share the Southern Hemisphere with me. And if you're on the other side of the world, oh, autumn comes. Pretty colours. I'm just looking forward to green and blue skies and not blue chattering lips instead. But temperature aside, let us go back to Paul. Oh, the poor dude. He is really being used as a political pawn here, being moved and languishing in jail as governors come and go and... People groups need favours amongst each other. Oh, dear. But he continues to do what God calls him to do. So let us continue what God calls us to do and read the next chapter. Acts chapter 25. Three days after arriving in the province... Festus went up from Caesarea to Jerusalem, where the chief priests and the Jewish leaders appeared before him and presented the charges against Paul. They requested Festus, as a favour to them, to have Paul transferred to Jerusalem, for they were preparing an ambush to kill him along the way. Festus answered, Paul is being held at Caesarea, and I myself am going there soon. Let some of your leaders come with me. And if the man has done anything wrong, they can press charges against him there. After spending eight or ten days with them, Festus went down to Caesarea. The next day, he convened the court and ordered that Paul be brought before him. When Paul came in, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood round him. They brought many serious charges against him, but they could not prove them. Then Paul made his defence. I have done nothing wrong against the Jewish law or against the temple or against Caesar. Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favour, said to Paul, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and stand trial before me there on these charges? Paul answered, I am now standing before Caesar's court where I ought to be tried. I have not done any wrong to the Jews, as you yourself know very well. If, however, I am guilty of doing anything deserving death, I do not refuse to die. But if the charges brought against me by these Jews are not true, no one has the right to hand me over to them. I appeal to Caesar. After Festus had conferred with his counsel, he declared, You have appealed to Caesar. To Caesar you will go. A few days later, King Agrippa and Bernice arrived at Caesarea to pay their respects to Festus. Since they were spending many days there, Festus discussed Paul's case with the king. He said, There is a man here whom Felix left as a prisoner. When I went to Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews brought charges against him and asked that he be condemned. I told them that it is not the Roman custom to hand over anyone before they have faced their accusers and have an opportunity to defend themselves against the charges. 
When they came here with me, I did not delay the case, but convened the court the next day and ordered the man to be brought in. When his accusers got up to speak, they did not charge him with any of the crimes I had expected. Instead, they had some points of dispute with him about their own religion and about a dead man named Jesus, whom Paul claimed was alive. I was at a loss how to investigate such matters, so I asked if he would be willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial there on these charges. But when Paul made his appeal to be held over for the emperor's decision, I ordered him to be held until I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to hear this man myself. He replied, Tomorrow you will hear him. The next day Agrippa and Bernice came with great pomp and entered the audience room with the high-ranking military officers and the prominent men of the city. At the command of Festus, Paul was brought in. Festus said, King Agrippa and all who are present with us, you see this man. The whole Jewish community has petitioned me about him in Jerusalem and here in Caesarea, shouting that he ought not to live any longer. I found he had done nothing deserving of death, but because he made his appeal to the emperor, I decided to send him to Rome. But I have nothing definite to write to his majesty about him. Therefore, I have brought him before all of you, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that as a result of this investigation, I may have something to write. For I think it is unreasonable to send a prisoner on to Rome without specifying the charges against him. Lord Jesus, we have no idea what our days hold, but we do know that you hold our days in the palm of your hand and that you provide for us whatever it is that we will need. So I pray for that now. I pray that you give us what we will need to face the day, be it your grace, be it patience, be it kindness, be it wisdom, or be it a heart fashioned after yours. I just pray that you would provide us whatever it is that we need today to be a powerful force for good and for your kingdom. Thank you that you invite us to be a part of your mission, your mission of love and saving grace for this world. Empower us, shape us, and send us. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen.